Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to you take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB, Saturdays from 3 to 6 normally. Today, I'm on noon to 3. It's Sunday. We are live taking calls about what uh, to expect in 2019, what themes will continue, what themes will rise and emerge. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, I am here with my producer, Brad Binkley, and we uh, are, for me, from my point of view, I'm giving you the principles, rights, protections, the stuff that I think needs uh, the most um, wariness, vigil, uh, vigilance in this year, and Binkley scratches the surface on that stuff and sees where the attacks are coming from and what they're going to look like. So we've covered a few already. We're going to, we post this podcast on uh, propaganda report on iTunes commercial free. Thank you. WSB for allowing that. It'll be up in a few days. And one thing that we were touching on my, the, the, I usually highlight an amendment. I feel like is in the crosshairs I've highlighted over the years, the first, the fourth, the fifth, this year, it's the sixth. After what happened to Bill Cosby, he did not get a speedy trial. He did not um, ha- have the right to call a witness in his defense. And many other rights was he deprived. And, of course, he was a huge jerk to a lot of people, even politically. I mean, he's he was not a free market, <laughs> laissez-faire guy. The people on the right didn't like him. It's not like he was... Uh, enlightened and above race and he just i mean the guy is not a sympathetic character from any point of view which is why nobody wanted to defend him and because of of the court of public opinion the actual courts went after him in a way i think he will it will be overturned on appeal and he'll be he'll get out of jail but it's too late for him he's you know it's he's suffering through that now uh but i um, most people won't even, I mean, he didn't, I don't know that he got the right to defend himself, certainly not in the public court of public opinion, but there's another danger and it's actually, I saw it. I I've anticipated it. I did. It wasn't in the news. I didn't see how it works, but I, I figured they could do it. So it's this concept that Binkley brought up earlier called the deep fake where yeah. they can create a video or audio or any, obviously they can always do digital documents like this where they attribute something to you it looks like you're saying it and you didn't and anticipating this for years is why i stopped caring what i wrote or said or anything i mean i I certainly wouldn't i'm not provocative on purpose but if they can make stuff up then why bother stifling yourself in pursuit of defending your rights and that's i think what what we're looking at right binkley yeah i think that 
we're going to see some sort of deep fake event that's been called a national security problem. Um, and DARPA has spent $68 million on technology trying to spot deep fakes, and they say that they're failing at doing it. So it's something's going to happen, and somebody could actually say something, and they could just say, no, that's a deep fake. I didn't really say it. Or somebody could create a deep fake and frame somebody. And if they are framed and you go to court and you say that was a fake and the only people in the world who are even close to dis- determining fakes is DARPA, they could easily say, no, it's not. And how are you going to prove it if it's so hard to prove? Yeah, I mean, DARPA spent $68 million investigating it. So, And how much did they spend creating it? That's a good question. Because it came out of Stanford. Um and that's just the kind of I haven't investigated it, but I'm I'm I believe that even in the Stanford video, it said it was something that was generated by government and tech is research is funded by that, even just subsidized by tax deductions as a of that kind of research. I hate to say tax deductions are subsidies. There should be no taxes at all. So um, but the point is that, oh, I wanted to make one like a side point. So often, so we had this tweet earlier from a gal who's very right-wing, is how she is described, saying that you can't beat China because they have totalitarian dictatorship, basically, and and we just, what are we going to do? But I have long thought, observed, whatever, that our technology, especially defense, but in every other thing, we give that to other people. We sell it to Saudi Arabia. We've Stuxnet and a drone crash in Iran. I don't. I don't think that was like Iran happening to figure us. I think we give it to them. We give it to them because then we have real enemies that can support our military-industrial complex. If we're the, we spend half the defense money in the world year after year. Who is going to keep up with that? Only the people we give it out to. So they created this deep fake thing, as far as I know um, or suspect. And now they're saying it's a, a security risk. And it certainly will be. Uh, it certainly is a threat to our individual liberty. Right. And if you can do that to people, it's going to get to the point where you might can manipulate images and explosions and all kind of other stuff. Oh, yeah. And, and it could easily be used as a provocation. So you, you played something for me. I don't know if I want to go down... Okay, so my next line item here, my next thing to worry about is this total information control, total thought control, push down from above. They can't just abandon the First Amendment. uh, You know, they can't make laws that violate the First Amendment. But they but these social media companies that I think have built uh, themselves up at the expense of competitors with, with a more liberty loving outlook on the shoulders of the defense industry, government, tech, and all that kind of stuff. They are used to quash our First Amendment uh, rights. And and then I think the next level is are these economic, is the economic punishment. So Patreon uh, or YouTube has demonetized us. YouTube has banned my videos, but they've demonetized many of your videos. They just keep you from being able to make a living at it. As soon as they're uploaded... They get demonetized. Even, I believe, WSB shows, right? Yes. Shows that we have broadcast on this station are not acceptable to YouTube. <laughs> I mean, that's there's a problem there. 
YouTube doesn't like people who ask questions. That's what I've learned. Yes, that is the big threat to them. And Google, which you've taught me, Google, there there are definite exposés about how that was incubated, you know, oh, by yeah, yeah. government uh, entities. So so there's definitely a so but wait there were two clips you gave uh, there's one clip I really like from uh, a council on foreign relations symposium so if you ever wonder who the us and the them are we're the us council of foreign relations is the them and they had a what to watch out for in 2019 and one of the things they were talking about was I forget which clip it was um, something might happen on purpose or by mistake that sparks a major international conflict among superpowers <laughs> you know and when i hear that i think something like uh a deep fake could do that i was listening to i don't know when it was actually said it was uploaded in 2012 this guy patrick clausen at the washington institute for near east affairs talks about how we need a false flag to initiate a war with iran I mean, this is an institution that George Bush praised highly. I mean, this is just one of those think tanks in Washington talking about a false flag to initiate a war. And that guy was brazen about the way he was talking about it, was it too. It was awful, arrogant. Yeah, but I mean, it's just the fact is that these things are how wars are started. And he goes through a list of all the wars that were started that way, all of them. Yeah. Provocations, false flags, all that kind of stuff. It's very scary. So when I hear, so I worry about... Uh, about false flags uh, another big theme in that council of foreign relations thing were the cyber cyber attacks i think a cyber 911 yeah and and maybe even it will be prompted by the government shutdown like i think this government shutdown or the next one or the next one might show oh without government we're so vulnerable look at the terrible thing that happened well look what happened in atlanta the atlanta government got cyber attacked last year you know? Yeah, well, this might be a massive nationwide cyber right. attack because the government isn't there. Yeah, yeah. Because Trump dropped the ball on government, you know. I mean, Yeah, I see what you're saying. That's a theme that I'm definitely picking up on, which we can get to if we have time. Trump as a scapegoat. Uh, I also think Trump as a shill. I think there'll be less gridlock with the Democrats than there was with the Republicans. But let's get to that later. I want to I want to stick to this theme for a sec. Um but this, so there's a lot of uh, possibilities about what, what these guys might plot to take us to war or to justify taking our um, rights away, justify policies that we wouldn't otherwise accept. Several years ago, I talked about how people were up in arms about the government um, having back doors into iPhones. And then the San Bernardino shooting happened, and now people demand, <laughs> demand yeah, yeah. that back doors and iPhones. Uh, so as I was talking about economic, as I was writing my list as economic sanctions, economic persecution in the marketplace in order to enforce this total thought control. So I think like the Max Kellerman attacking Steph Curry for saying the moon landing was fake was a way of Max telling him you're going to lose your position, which is uh, impossible to believe for Curry, but you're going to lose your position. Beware anyone who thinks for himself. Steph Curry maybe can get away with it, but you can't. Yeah, de and definitely. And Kellerman did not rage about Eminem's song, Kim, where he says, no one's going to hear you scream. I'm going to make you bleed. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't rage that that was bad for the youth, bad for society. He raged that Steph Curry thinking the moon landing was fake. Right. Was That's a lot more that, offensive than... Yes, needed yeah. to be stamped out immediately. 
So I had noticed that this Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, we did a, like a whole show on her basically. AOC. Yeah, what they AOC, call her. that's such a cute little thing that I can't, I don't want to <laughs> use it. It's such a cute, it was a great restaurant in LA back in the day. I just can't. So I have to like make it as awkward as it is. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She, people keep teeing stuff up for her. They released a dance video where she looked fabulous, sexy, and talented and said the right is trying to smear her <laughs> I know. with this fabulous dance video. So she just she just danced her way through her inauguration. It was like, what? Nobody was smearing her. They just they, the whole thing was made up. Nobody was smearing her. It was a uh, it was it was a cute video that was well produced, and she's a good dancer. Which just goes to show that she wasn't just some schlub who came home one day to find on her answering machine, "You're running for Congress." Yeah. I mean, come on, come on. She is basically the Trump of the progressives right now in the way that she does these publicity stunts that kind of directs the narrative. She's fantastic at it. People will talk about her policies. She says stuff and does stuff for the purpose of triggering outrage. Well, people, the other side is playing ball with her because this, I just, I posted this headline from HuffPost, a GOP strategist called Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, quote, the little girl with a, quote, big mouth. She replied with a trademark zinger. So I just, I didn't even know what she replied. I was just like, yeah, he's teeing it up, blah, blah, blah. So then Shrop uh, tweets back, in case anyone was wondering what she said in response, here it is. Quote, if anything, this dude is a walking argument to tax misogyny at 100%. So she's saying we need to economically sanction this guy for what he thinks and says. And her target audience is young people, people who are going to be new voters, people who just uh, turned 18. Little girls with big mouths? Possibly. chance? <laughs> girls from the Bronx. All right, let's, uh, yeah, right. I think she's, yeah, from... Uh, where is she from? Yorktown Heights. Yeah. Not the Bronx. Okay. So let's continue this after the break. 800 WSB Talk. Feel free to chime in with your calls. 404-872-0750. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez. It's like everything I've been brought into believe was all made of bull****. On News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. <laughs> at least I bleeped it. We bleep anyway. our vulgarity, yes. We bleep it. Uh, I want to take a call real quick. You can chime in with your uh, thoughts and predictions for 2019. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. I am going to Sharon. Sharon, can you hear me? I can hear you, Monica. Hi. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. What's on your mind? Well, I just called to let you know, Miss Monica, that I am a chocolate little petite girl with a big mouth just like you bring bring it on bring it on i don't even care what your opinions are i want you to articulate them in the freedom and liberty that we still have for however long it lasts on this show in this country go for it what do you think is the biggest thing in 2019 i i think that things are going to turn out just fine and us petite uh, girls have a lot to say so People need to listen. Listen, I'm listening. What do you got? What do you think is the single greatest issue facing this country this year? This year, I think it's going to be immigration. And what do you think? And the economy. Yeah. 
What do you think is the answer on immigration? Do you have a sense or what? I think that everything's going to come out in the wash and uh, just about everyone that has an opinion and uh, has uh, uh, leaning left to right or whatever right to left will get what they want. That's what compromise is all about. I'm worried about the immigration thing, and I'll tell you why. I think the wall might be a trap that if things get really ugly, that wall, as Ron Paul pointed out, could be used to keep you in. I think there's a chance that. That's a good that's a good point. I'm a little and worried. I hadn't about thought it. about it that way. But and then we'll yes. look back and the people who are pounding the table donating to the GoFundMe to get a wall, they'd be like, Oh, Berlin. Yes. I forgot that, about that one. So I gotcha. our well, Thank you for the call, Sharon. Keep listening. I am, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to, you know what, David, hang right. on. No, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the last word, David. Can you hear me? You got one minute. Go. Okay. So, um, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has a Twitter, Twitter handle of AOC. Uh, but, but if you signed up for Twitter early on, I mean, in the first couple of days, you could get one of those three letter handles, like your initials. But you can't get one since then. So I'm wondering if she got that from somebody else, if she took it away from somebody else. And then you would say, well, how does that look? I mean, Donald Trump has real Donald Trump, not Donald Trump, right? Not DJT, right? Right. At DJT. There was a great restaurant in L.A., AOC. Yeah, but here's here's the thing. She's all about the common man and, and, you know, not being privileged. And yet that's a privilege, obviously. Oh, oh, let me tell you. David B- Binkley, <clears throat> do you know offhand what our episode number was? PropagandaReport.libsyn.com. We did a show that was a little bit ahead of the uh, hype about Alexandria uh, Ocasio Cortez's backstory. She is she is as establishment as selected as created almost not quite as Stacey Abrams, but Stacey Abrams has some years on her. No, she's been she is she has been created and put in place for to do exactly what she is doing. And that's what these highly produced videos are. She was uh, an intern for Ted Kennedy. What a hard gig that must have been to get during uh, when she was in high school. So we're going to continue with our list after the break. 800 WSB Talk. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez. Maybe it's something really cool that I don't even know about, you know. On News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We're back. Uh, we have really been uh, hitting some important points, rapid fire, maybe not rapid fire, but a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. Like this is when I get an email that says I've only listened to the podcast once so far, but I think I got what you're saying. <laughs> I'm not supposed to talk that fast, not supposed to go uh, get too um <clears throat> deep too fast that's why binkley my producer is here we try to keep each other in the in the in the uh between the lines in the lane but we have been talking about uh, a lot of things that we see as themes and memes that continue to rise we are talking uh, one thing that is clear to me major major problem uh i used to call it total information control i absolutely wrote articles in 2016 about how the next president would be the censorship president Obama was the surveillance president. Now we've gotten through that to where, uh, and I was absolutely right about that. 
Uh, this is the era of censorship, but now we've gotten to where it's thought control. It's thought control, um, not just suppressing how people communicate, what they communicate, but what they're thinking. Uh, and Binkley has a uh, a clip from the Council on Foreign Relations. If you know anything about uh, the grand conspiracy, it's really the Royal Institute for International Affairs started in London. It's now called the Chatham House, and their spawn was the Council of Foreign Relations. And it's really a globalist organization. Stacey Abrams is a member of it. Its goal is to to bring our policy up and out of our domestic interests. There was a an um, something about the North American Union, uh, a report I publicized widely during the 2016 presidential campaign because Heidi Cruz was a co-signer of this. William Weld was a co-author of it out of the Council of Foreign Relations talking about a North American union like the EU where um, it wouldn't matter if there were walls because there would be open borders uh, for goods and services and people, labor, stuff like that, which as a libertarian, I'm totally fine with. Of course, you need a libertarian society. You need a free society without a lot of welfare and labor laws. But expressly in the document, it says we would, in order to make this work, we would have to adopt universally across the whole continent the most restrictive laws on labor and environment and all that stuff, which is probably the goal of the EU. And it says in order to effect that, we would have to have have uh, organizations that helped legislators understand how to push it through their legislatures. And it cited the Bilderberg Group and some other groups, which are similar to the Council of Foreign Relations, if not um, extensions of them. And they are, uh, so they have a, a really a globalist agenda. I know that's overused. It sounds very conspiranoid, but it's true. They have a globalist agenda. That's what they're there for. And a lot of our uh, politicians are illegally, unconstitutionally affiliated with these guys. They put out a, so do other of these project syndicate, other of these institutions do the same thing, World Economic Forum, probably. Uh, the Davos crowd puts Which is out- Which coming what, up. Yeah, what to watch. Oh, is it coming up it's already? It's like two weeks. Oh, that's all right. all right. We'll have a good show on that, I'm sure. So the 2019 projections, predictions, uh, things to worry about, what to watch out for from the Council of Foreign Relations- Binkley found it, cut some clips from it, highlighted a cyber attack was going to be a big one. Conflict in the South China Sea is a big one. So when they say that stuff, an inadvertent event that could cause escalation among world powers, when they highlight that stuff, I worry that's on their agenda. Not They're not predicting. They're planning. <laughs> yeah, and the one guy's a CIA agent or intelligence officer. And the other guy was um, they start these strategic firms like Stratfor or whatever. They start, they leave government, the Pentagon, whatever, and they start strategic firms where they go to corporations and stuff and tell them everything they know. Then they go back into government and they come back out. It's like IRS and, and accounting firms. They go in and out. It's that revolving door. Uh, I think Japan has an expression for it like um dropped in from heaven, you know, like they just pop into the accounting for you, tell everything you know, and then whatever. So, so I take these things as warnings and rather than predictions. Uh, but one that caught my ear was, uh, Binkley, I think you have it labeled as clip six. Let's hear that. All right. 
It is loading. What is with that? I need I need less loading. People aren't. Yeah, the ball's spinning. It's intrusions and stealing data, manipulating data. uh, You know, propaganda to influence cultures. I think that's that's the future. We need to be as concerned about attacks on our human infrastructure as we are in our critical infrastructure. And the attacks are happening as we speak, as we sit here today. What we think, what we believe, how we relate to Good one point. another, that's as dangerous and as problematic as an attack on electrical and all- What we think is as dangerous as an attack. What we think is dangerous. Yeah, like, that's interesting. It's like what the when the ADL guy gave the award to Tim Cook that we highlighted on this show, and he said he's getting this award for suppressing anti-government conspiracy theories. Right, <laughs> and that is what they're implying there, is that there is a right way to think and that there is a wrong way to think. And you know what else he said was that, let's play it again in a second, but what else he said was that propaganda is used to subvert culture, something like that. This reminds me of the slideshow, the 150-page DARPA slideshow on memetics mm-hmm. that I've talked about before, where one of the slides is using memetics. It's like a whole section of the report on uh, to enhance dysfunctional subcultures. So these yeah. guys have the power of propaganda, and what do they use it for? To enhance dysfunctional subcultures. <laughs> you know what I mean? Our problem, Lauren Southern, is not that we're too moral and democratic. It's like, let's just get it out there right now. If they're, if our government is using our tax money to enhance dysfunctional subcultures, and then they use those dysfunctional subcultures and their retaliation against the West as justification for the national security state, which is justification for taking away our rights... You know, that seems like a lot of dots to connect. It's just one big blob. <laughs> Maybe it's just a secret experiment that's harmless. Oh, like the fact that the Russian bots who were supposedly helping Roy Moore were actually Democratic operatives put in place to discredit him. That's another show we did. That was a true thing. And uh, if you're just hearing this for the first time, you got to wonder about the 24-7 cable news that's not talking about it. Uh, but one thing I want to point out before we move on to the next point, um, and I'm happy to hear if you have anything more on this one, is uh, that that the that the 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 mob the mob mentality, the dis- disrupt the legislation, the the um, steal the mic, don't give up the mic, go to town halls and mess with people, is not ground up it's not grassroots it's top down indivisible which is a classic example of one of these organizations that's ginning people up was established by democratic uh staffers in in the obama era and and to me the reason i did not this whole populism i saw it all have always believed that it was an artificially constructed astroturf, as Pelosi would say, for the simple reason that you, for better or worse, food stamps, welfare, all that stuff is designed to keep people on their side of the wall, <laughs> you know, without having to pay them a living wage, quite possibly. I mean, I know that starts to sound like socialist, whatever. I believe in complete liberty. You don't have to have any of these 
this man i don't i don't like the fascism or the socialism i don't like the business oriented government model or the um demagogic government model i don't i don't like any of it but but i'm just saying if you don't have people who are really hungry why get up off the couch you know what I mean? It's that whole bread and circuses thing. It's what my Brazilian friend says, the baskets and novellas, they, the Prozac and Facebook. I mean, you just, you keep people, you're, you're, you're getting them off the cat. They, you could completely sedate them. Think of the, the people who are being neutralized and sedated with video games, with porn, with um, real drugs, uh, with, with social media. And I would categorize false activism in that or, you know, there's just so many memes that could be used for good that are used for ill. Yeah, they target people, and this is written by Lenin, by Saul Alinsky. They target people that don't have a firm leadership in the, in their life or don't have uh, a, a a compass that guides them, kind of, so that they can step in and be that North Star for them. Well, and that's why I think they focus on the youth, because... Yeah. They can do that. They encourage it by really like the uh, electronics, some and the sexual content and the the culture that is being piped directly to our kids is causes conflict like crazy between the generations. Myself and my kids, and I know, I mean, any mom I know will say the same thing. Like it's the electronics. It's the it's from gaming to YouTube. I've lost control of this kid. And when I try to take it back, they do bacon. I mean, they freak out. They they can't control themselves. Yeah, they and just... then the, the brother makes a YouTube video of that kid freaking out. And it's just a cycle. Yes, yes. And, then they, and then then you've got the authorities. It's not good. So I'm a little, I'm concerned about that. But I, I absolutely, I, there's evidence that it's a, it's proof of a conspiracy. There is proof of a conspiracy. So, look, what let's before we move on to the next, my next few big, big points on your kind of quick hits, do you have stuff that we've left out, glossed over, anything you want to flesh out what we've covered so far? Well, one of the things at the top of my list is this mob madness is going to continue. This activism that uses these mobs online and offline as a weapon to just bully people like the indivisible guide says it says that it, it talks about getting getting together with a group to harass your member of congress in order to get them to do what you want it says it's much harder for a member of congress and their staff members to dismiss large groups showing up and yelling at them than it is than a single person that's why it's important to coordinate with groups so get together with a group and get as close to them as possible. Yell at them. Take pictures or it didn't happen. Hold large events with created visuals and invite reporters and make sure to record everything and spread it all on social media. So the whole goal is to just trap people and bully them. You know what uh, the next step after that is, sadly? If you look back at the leaked audio that came out of the uh, Ukrainian coup, there was audio where an investigator, I think it was the Estonian foreign minister, was talking to Catherine Ashton of the EU. I forget what their exact titles were. He was telling her that what they discovered about the so-called the violence in the Maidan. So at the square in Ukraine, they, the American-funded uh, rebels were trying to get the president, the democratically elected president, deposed. There's leaked audio about that of Catherine, of uh, 
Victoria Newland. It's all on, on my old blog. I'll try to get back. Uh, so she ginned this up. There's a video of her on YouTube you can find of her reporting to Chevron as how U.S. taxpayers paid $5 billion and passed out cookies to make sure these guys uh, reformed their society by ousting this democratically elected guy for making a deal with Russia instead of the EU for gas. So what this guy found, he was reporting to Catherine Ashton, was that the the thing that really got the guy to run away, the president, was violence in the Maidan. Supposedly the cops shot at the protesters. But what this guy reported was that there were snipers who shot on both sides. So they shot cops and they shot protesters. Yeah. So both sides would erupt in violence or at the very least report casualties. That escalated it. But that was escalation from literally on high. So I don't, I'm not predicting that. I don't anticipate that. I'm just saying uh, this doesn't, doesn't end well. It doesn't, it's not a good plan. And for them to do it on top because they don't have the political power they want, not just because they didn't win the election, but because there just isn't enough power. Yeah. Anyway, you you know who talks openly about doing that? Who? For years, who's been talking openly about stirring up those protests, who? like the Chatham oh, House that you mentioned earlier. Oh, Chatham House. Yeah, well, let's let's keep talking about um, that, and then we'll move on to more topics uh, at the top of the hour, but I'll be right back after this break. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez. This will not stand, you know? This aggression will not stand, man. On News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Let's give away a prize pack, shall we? Uh, we have a family four-pack of tickets to the Atlanta Gladiators 16th annual Teddy Bear Toss, Saturday, January 12th at Infinite Energy Arena. Tickets are on sale now at AtlantaGladiators.com. That will be super fun. That is fi- I love family fun. That'll be fun. So call up. Uh, 404, just call the regular line, 8720750. If you want uh, that family four pack. And the meanwhile, Binkley, <clears throat> excuse me, let's, uh, I wanted to get, you touched on something I want to finish up before we move on to our next topic. Say it, say it again. It was, we were, t- I was talking about Ukraine and how mo- the next step of mob manipulation. And what did you say? Well, the Chatham House and Sir Andrew Wood, a, a man who openly admits that he likes to break up countries, has been a talking. You've played many times, yeah, which I love. Has been talking for years, long before 2014, about um, stirring up protests to cause unrest and division in the Ukraine and in Russia. And this is the guy who is at the center, the the, the quiet man at the center of the Russian dossier thing that nobody talks about. That other something else nobody talks about is that. Uh, with these color revolutions, particularly the most recent one in Ukraine, Pierre Omidyar, who made his billions founding eBay, was uh, instrumental in the Ukrainian coup. But he's also the guy who supposedly hosts Glenn Greenwald, uh, who is Edward Snowden's mouthpiece. So these things, and uh, and when I look at these guys, we we were talking about the Alabama bots. The, the Russian bots who are really Democrat operatives, they were funded by Reid Hoffman, uh, who founded uh, LinkedIn. And I think of George Soros, who's famous for these color revolutions. I think of this, of Piero Majar, Reid Hoffman. These are guys, Soros made his money front-running government uh, currency movements, right? So it's not that hard to, you know, there's this big LIBOR scandal. People do do insider things. Like, I don't know what, what if it was on level or not, but I'm just saying 
Same thing with the big tech. The guys who get these big tech monopolies are end up being fantastically wealthy and seem to always uh, spend that money in the service of the establishment, in the service of taking away our rights. At first, they seemed like they were defending our rights. But this stuff, I mean, I smell a rat, let's just say. You see the same names connected over and over again. It's. Just, I actually went through, I, I picked out the, t- I got a list of like the 10 biggest tech billionaires. And <clears throat> I'd have to revisit that, see how I, um, if I called anybody out. But I just went through one by one and saw how closely connected they were to the defense industry or military intelligence. Stepfathers, grandfathers, pretty much everybody had a connection like that or the vast majority. And the only one I was stumped on was Steve Jobs, but his birth father was a was a CIA military intelligence operative for the United States in Syria. But wow. he supposedly didn't know him. I'm not, but it's just was kind of weird that the only guy who was a big gaping hole happened to be the um, adopted son of, of somebody who fit that bill. Anyway, got to go. Got, we have more after the break, the, the finishing up our list of what to look out for for 2019. This is Monica Perez. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.